Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Speak Out on Access Radio 106.1 AM. I'm Neo and today on the show we're talking about psychosis. So how's everyone doing? It's been a week. You know, how it is. Okay, so I have psychosis, and it sounds pretty scary, but it's actually not that complicated. Psychosis is a, it's a name for a series of symptoms, Um, and you probably know it as people hallucinating or having delusions. Um, It also has some other symptoms too, and we're going to talk about that today. So the first part, one of the parts of psychosis is hallucinations, which is, you know, seeing things, hearing things that other people can't or aren't real. Um, So things like seeing shadow figures, um, hearing voices, things like that. I don't actually get hallucinations as part of my psychosis. Um, But I've talked to a lot of people who have, so I'm pretty well educated on the topic. Um, Hallucinations can be really anything. Uh, They don't have to be scary or bad. They can be good things, like some people hallucinate their pets when they're not there. And this can be comforting for some people if their pet's dead. So, like, hallucinations aren't always bad. Some people actually like some of their hallucinations. Um, other, there's, there's several different types of hallucinations. There's visual, there's auditory, auditory, um, which are seeing and hearing things. There's olfactory, which I'm pretty sure is smelling things. There's, um, you can feel things like feeling bugs on your skin or someone touching you when there's no one there. Um, you can smell things like some people smell rotten eggs or like I've heard of someone who just, like, I have a friend who's just smelt like vanilla for no reason. And there was very definitely no vanilla around. Um, so that's hallucinations. Some example hallucinations are for visual. You could, like I said, you could see shadow people and hooded figures or something. Um, you could see, I don't know, red eyes in the darkness. You could see... Everything is suddenly green for no reason. Um, you could, uh, for hearing things, you could hear laughter. You can hear voices is a common one, like um, actually voices talking to you, um, which can be pretty distressing and um, annoying if you're hearing those all the time. If you're interested in what hearing voices sound like, there are some people who have made these sort of, um, these sort of, like, you can sort of experience, um, the auditory hallucinations. So there are just YouTube videos like that, and they're kind of scary, so if you are going to watch them, please be safe. Now, um, delusions are the main part of my psychosis. They are... Believing things that aren't 
real in the face of evidence that tells you otherwise. This could be things like believing that believing that everyone's trying to hurt you, though that's sort of concurrent with paranoia. There's um it could be that you're the Jesus reborn. It could be lots of things really. Like anything that you can think of has probably been someone's delusion because delusions are so varied and different and dependent on the person and how they're feeling and what they're thinking about that delusions can be anything. Um, there are there are different types of delusions. There's persecutory delusions, which is like people are trying to hurt me, um, the government's trying to hurt me, things like that. And then there's, um, what are the other ones? There's uh, religious delusions, like um, I'm an angel or, you know, things like that. Um, what else is there? Sorry, guys. My brain suddenly blanked. I should have written this all down before I came. Okay, there's... Um, this is from an official list on the internet, and we all know you can believe everything you read on the internet. There's erotomanic delusions, which um person believes someone is in love with them and might try to contact that person. Could be someone famous, it could be someone they know. There's grandiose delusions, which is when the person has a quote-unquote overinflated sense of worth, power, knowledge, or identity. This is like someone, this could be, um, I'm a god or, you know, something like that. There's uh, jealous delusions, which are when the person believes their spouse or partner is being unfaithful. Um, there's persecutory delusions, like I said. Like they might believe someone's spying on them or planning to harm them. Um, there's somatic delusions, which is when someone believes they have a physical defect or medical problem. And then, of course, there's mixed and matched and ones that don't fit in this category at all. Really anything, like I said, can be a delusion. Um, one delusion that I have a lot is that there's a demon inside of me and it's trying to take control. This is pretty scary, as you can imagine. Um, yeah, that's not the most fun thing to experience. Um, at first it started off as me thinking... Well, me believing that um, sleeping made the demon be able to control me. So um, I spent a few sleepless nights panicking about being possessed by a demon. Which sounds pretty funny. Now that I think about it, when I'm not in the midst of a delusion, I can actually laugh at what I'm experiencing. Oh, speaking of a funny one, I had my first ever delusion that I can remember was that... Um, what was it? It was that... I had the power to cause an earthquake by speaking one specific word, but I had no idea what that word was. So I could, so I went throughout my day basically only speaking when necessary and using general words. Um, that's delusions, that's hallucinations. 
what else is there? Oh, there's paranoia. There's, um, you know, people are trying to hurt me. This specific person's trying to hurt me. They sort of overlap with delusions a little bit. But um, I, I sort of put it as a separate character uh, category from delusions and hallucinations. Okay, now to talk about some maybe myths about um, psychosis. There's a... Well... Everyone knows, quote-unquote, that people with psychosis are violent, but actually there have been studies shown that people with psychosis aren't any more likely than people without to be violent. In fact, people with psychosis, or the study was people with schizophrenia, are actually more likely to be victims of violence. And also, you'll have heard about, you know, everyone has anecdotes about, like, anecdotal evidence about um, like a schizophrenic person or a person with psychosis was violent before they were medicated but when when we're medicated um, and the delusions are actually controllable it's a lot it, well it changes everything um, other myths about psychosis is that it's the same thing as um, Disassociative Identity Disorder, also known as Multiple Personality Disorder. People with psychosis hear voices. They don't have other alternate people in their head. Um, yeah, those are a couple of the really common ones, common misconceptions. Um, what else is there? I really should have written this down. <laughs> okay, there's... um. Things, uh, disorders where psychosis is present. There's, of course, schizophrenia, and then there's a whole uh, schizo-spectrum where there are different disorders, things like dis delusional disorder, schizoaffective disorder. Um, there's uh, de uh, psychotic depression. Um, depression can be present in with anxiety, like, with anxiety, though it's not an official diagnosis at this time. Um, I did, uh, sorry, um, psychosis can be present in bipolar, it can be present in borderline personality disorder. There are lots of reasons that someone can have psychosis. There's also physical problems, like um, when you first get, before you get diagnosed with anything, they have to rule out any brain injuries that could be causing it, um, things like that. Okay, now I'm going to play you guys a little song. This isn't related to um, psychosis in any way, but it's by Mary Lambert, who is LGBT, and it's called I'd Be Your Wife, and it's really cute, so I'm just going to play that for you. Here we go.
that was I'd Be Your Wife by Mary Lambert. I just love that song so much. It's so cute. Okay, now back to psychosis. It's everyone's favorite topic, I know. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna talk about a few things um, now. First, I'm gonna talk about sort of my experience with breaking the stigma of psychosis. Um, I'm well aware that it's a very scary sounding thing and everyone's experience with it is from horror movies and, you know, psychotic killers and things like that. So um, I sort of combat breaking the stigma by talking about it a lot. Um, I tell all my friends, I, my whole family knows. Um, I do talks, I go on the radio and talk about having psychosis, like right now. Um things like that like I've done a few speeches about it um basically just talking about it and sort of telling everyone like hey no we're not violent um and if we are we still deserve respect and everything you know because most often people with psychosis are violent towards themselves first and like primarily self-harm's a real issue with um any mental illness but especially depression and um psychosis which is fun, you know. Um, So I want to talk about my experience discovering I had psychosis as well. Um, So I had my first delusion when I was... I was in year 
I was in, what year was I in? I think I was in year 10, so I would have been, how old is that? 14, maybe? I can't be bothered doing the maths. Um, so yeah, I, when I was 14, it usually comes around 16 to 30 is when people just like first um, experience psychosis. So I got it a couple years early. Um, fun fact, boys actually get it earlier. Um, which is a little interesting tidbit for you. Generally, that's a, not a hard and fast rule. Obviously, there are exceptions. Um, so my first illusion, like I said, was believing that everyone, that there was a special word that I had the power to cause a large earthquake with it. So I didn't talk much that day. Um, after it happened, I realized, hey, that's not normal. Something's wrong. So my first stop was Google. I looked up, well, I basically Googled that exact belief and nothing really came up. So um, sort of let it slide for a little bit, but I was still worried about it. Um, then I had a delusion that people were trying to hurt me. People were trying to kill me. Um, and when I came out of that one, I was like, okay, now something's really not right because that's not normal. So I googled that and it came up with the word delusions. Um, I was, I, I, I knew I had depression at that point, so I was sort of uh, versed a little bit in mental illnesses. And I'd vaguely come across um, psychosis, but I, I, I didn't know that much. I definitely didn't know as much as I know now. So I googled that, I looked up delusions, I, at the time I didn't really tell anyone. Um, I just decided to deal with it on my own because from what I knew of psychosis it was, well I thought I was gone crazy and I, I mean I, I sort of was if you subscribe to that definition of the word crazy. So um, googled it, I learned everything I could about psychosis. Some wrong things, because not everything on the internet can be believed, of course. Um, some There are lots of articles on how to help family and friends with psychosis, but there's not really that much on how to deal with psychosis yourself. I didn't find those articles until later when I actually talked to people who, other people who had psychosis. So um, that was really difficult, that was definitely a barrier. Um, so then I, first I went to Evolve, which is a youth sort of, they have, they're, they're like a health service, they have GPs, or they have doctors, they have nurses, um, I talked to a nurse and, um, it was like, it wasn't that bad back then, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, like it, as it did get. But um, I talked to a counsellor, the counsellor told me it was just anxiety and then also asked me some really intrusive questions about my gender. So I never went back there. Um, then I got referred to CAMS after I tried to commit suicide um, in year 12. I'm in, I'm in, um, I'm taking a gap year after high school right now. But um, then I got referred to CAMS and they don't specialise in psychosis, they just do 
children are like youth mental health. So I got help there for depression and anxiety. Um, and my psychologist didn't have any specific um, experience with psychosis. So that was, that was a bit of trouble and eventually she went on maternity leave and they decided to refer me to EIS, which is the Early Intervention Service, which is specifically there to help deal with psychosis. Um, one thing that has never happened is I've never been officially diagnosed with anything about my psychosis because I'm not sure why actually. I'm just getting a diagnosis can be really hard even though I've had it for years they're still like, eh, maybe it'll go away, maybe it's just a one-off. Um, and everyone's just really reluctant to talk to me about actually getting a diagnosis, so that's very frustrating. Um, yeah, but, uh, so I'm gonna talk about what to do if you think, if you have psychosis or if you think a friend or family member does. Um, first, Go on the internet, learn everything you can about it. Try um, official mental health sites because those are going to be where you get the real information from. Um, and then if you can, I think if you talk to your GP, you can get a referral to EIS. And I know GPs suck and like they can be gross <laughs> and they're really scary, but um, I'm not sure how else to get a referral to EIS and they've been really good. If you're a youth you can also get a referral to CAMS through your GP. Um, if you don't have a GP I know Evolve can do. They have doctors there and they're free but I'm not sure if they're taking on any patients. Um, so educate yourself, try to get a referral um, to professionals who can actually who have experience with this thing. Um, yeah, and now I'm going to talk a little bit about, I'm going to actually relate it back to LGBT things. Shocking, I know. Um, for a while I was, I'm non-binary, and for a while I was worried that my gender was like a delusion. And it can be really difficult to decide things for yourself when you know your whole perspective is sort of shifted and you can't really trust yourself. Like, I'm really gullible because... I know that I can't trust myself a lot of the time. So um, I had lots of doubts about my gender, but I realized um, a couple things. First, my delusions actually don't stick around for this long. Like I've known I was non-binary since I was like 14. Um, and also like, so what if it does, it doesn't change anything. Like, so what if it, it's a delusion? Like it doesn't, I'm still non-binary, even if it is a delusion, and yes, um, gender and, you know, sexuality can definitely be affected by mental illness, because it's mental illness and it's, you know, in every part of our life, but does it matter? It's still our experience and it's still, still non-binary even if it's delusion, which it's not, but if it was, it would be okay, because that's life and life is confusing. Um, just to finish us off, I'm going to play another Mary Lambert song. Um, by the way, you're listening to 106.1 Speak Out Radio on Access Radio. I'm going to play another Mary Lambert song, and I might have to cut it short because we're running low on time here. It's called Secrets, and it's, she's LGBT, as I said, I'm not sure of her exact 
orientation, but um, she's actually got bipolar disorder, so I thought it'd be topical. So here we go. Sorry guys, it's being a little difficult. Why is this happening to me? I'm a good person and I don't deserve this. Okay, I guess we won't play the song. Okay, that's fine. If you want uh, to ask me any more questions or get in contact with me, um, you can email me at neokenny1 at yahoo.com N-E-O-K-E-N-N-Y 1 at yahoo.com I'm happy to answer any questions about psychosis or um, help if you think you have psychosis or if you have a friend. I've actually advised quite a few people on like how to help people with psychosis. Oh, there's a topic to talk about. Um, some behaviours that I have because of psychosis are uh, I like to sit with my back to like a wall or something because it makes me feel way more safe. So um, letting your psychotic friend choose where they want to sit first can be really handy and I like to have like a view of the whole room from where I'm sitting. Some rooms it's just not possible but where I can I like to do that. Um, what else? Oh, I just had something, but I forgot it. Ugh. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, um, words. Uh, don't call someone psycho or psychotic if you just don't agree with them. Because that's just like perpetuating the stigma of psychosis is bad, psychosis is, you know... And also, be mindful of the word crazy. I'm not saying stop saying it completely. But it can, it can be hurtful to hear someone use crazy as an insult. Um, that's about all the time we have for tonight. I've been rambling a bit, sorry about that. <laughs> but um, thanks all for listening. Um, I hope you have a good next two weeks until we hear from you again. And uh, thank you very much. This is, I've been Neo. Um, I use they them pronouns and... I have psychosis, so I hope you all learned something, and I hope you all have a good rest of your evening, and I'll see you next time. Bye. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.